connect to my goddamn phone. Oh yeah. Silent mode on. Turn the volume down just in case. Um, so I've been receiving like a hell of an amount of robocalls. Me too. Um, it, and I know they're robocalls because they're calling from Houston and nobody from Houston calls me. Not <laughs> even my parents. So <laughs> I've been getting a lot of scam calls that are like government related. It's super weird. And I know it's not real because I follow the news, but I got one, like a voicemail that was like, hi, I'm Jordan with blah, 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 blah. And uh, Biden care was just passed in the house. Calls to sign up for your healthcare plan. And I'm like, no, I wasn't. You're trying to just get my money. Like you're trying to get my info to scam the shit out of me. Like what a dumb scam. Like anyone could no one is talking about biden care do something so any of the liberals obvious. Are, the liberals are well informed you're like that didn't happen and all the conservatives are like fuck biden care <laughs> i don't want that shit in me <laughs> i got that and then i got one i it must have been the same company i don't know um and it was like uh the house just passed uh student loan forgiveness so all your debt will be zeroed out like so call us at this number and and that'll never fucking happen i know i was like (laughs) if that happened there would be parties in the streets are you kidding me (laughs) like come on be less obvious with your scams sir okay oh there's a mistake almost out of water oh well oh man i'm super excited about i don't think you can see what it is from here um no i can't it's a must oh It's like the most ridiculous looking Marvel villain, MODOK. They're making a Hulu show of MODOK with Patton Oswalt, but it's like stop motion and it looks cute. Uh, They got like like John Hamm as Iron Man and they got a lot of fun voices in it. Um, I would be really surprised if he ever pops up in the MCU. Yeah, he looks wild. He looks like fun. a big, big fucking head that's just in a floating like wheelchair. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, I think I think the um, Hulu version of that show with Patton is like he's like married and has like two kids and is juggling being a supervillain versus uh, being a husband and father. Oh, that's cute. So it looks really goofy like making fun of itself sorry i'm taking a photo for the gram smile Hold on. okay so i've worn green um for the trees mm-hmm. see this is the black outline of a tree you i can't see really that tell. i see that now that you're leaned back right. uh ford it it doesn't look like anything. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, but I have all this greenery behind okay. me. Okay, well, that's really nice. I, you know, it's weird. I've never changed my background in all of our episodes. <laughs> so, uh, Grogu and Groot are just like, going, oh, I added the Mos. I guess the Mosasaurus is there. I didn't even realize it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I didn't. That wasn't on purpose. He's usually sitting behind the bed or in the closet. So uh, yeah, he'll stay there. Who gives a shit? He's the, the Mosasaurus. Okay, are oh, you ready? No, it's happening. <laughs> the happening. <clears throat> what a flick. What a flick. Okay, do you want to count us down for audio? Um, I sure do. Once I la 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 la. Oh man, that audio is sounding crisp today. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Okay, three, two, one, go. I'm recording. Check, check, check. Joe is recording. Check, check, check. Word looks good on my end. Hold Wired. on. Let me let me tinker with something real quick. This is the least amount of notes I've written on our movies because I just didn't give a shit. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm toying with my gain setting on my mic. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, there's a gain setting, huh? Yeah. Okay, I think I'm good. Yeah, I didn't take a lot of notes either. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've seen this a handful of times to know like how much I dislike it. Yeah, I've yeah, I've we'll 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 get into it. We'll get into our first time viewing. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we re-watch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. Okay. Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we re-watch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves re-watching movies and eating hot dogs. They're high in protein and have a fun shape. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your what? Your, and I'm Jessica Quaz, your host, who's a one and done kind of movie viewer who has never eaten out of Wahlburgers before and probably never will. And today, Where, where's Wahlburgers at? They are popping up throughout this country. I didn't know. I thought it was just like one in LA, probably, or New York. No, I, they're they're expanding business, baby. Say so. <laughs> Well, we're talking about Wahlburgers because today we are giving a second chance to the movie The Happening. Ooh. Mm. We're discussing The Happening today because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie and he's got a new movie in theaters or streaming. I don't know how anything works in 2021 now because of the pandemic. We don't know how to operate anymore and watch movies. We got too many options. And his new movie is old. The new movie he has is called Old. Wow, that is confusing as hell. <laughs> uh, but is. we're watching one of his old, not his new movie old, but an old movie of his, The Happening. The Happening released in 20 in the release in 2008. 
And so, because it's an older movie, I we're going to be talking about it. I have to forewarn everyone, spoilers. And while we're on the topic of it, we're probably going to spoil other M. Night Shyamalan movies. So if you haven't seen them all and you needed to see them all, oopsie doodles. <laughs> but trust us, you don't need to see them all. <laughs> Just a select few is fine. Um, Sorry, let me pull up my, my notes. Well, let me, while you're pulling up notes, let me remind everyone who, and let people know who haven't seen it. I'm going to go over the summary of this movie. All right, guys. IMDb's summary. A science teacher, his wife, and a young girl struggle to survive a plague that causes those infected to commit suicide. Whew. Wow. That is that is a pretty accurate uh, summary. I wouldn't really have included his wife and a young girl as like the main character. It's it's really like Mark Wahlberg, the science teacher. Um, they're definitely a part of his trip, but uh, it's really like it's his movie. They could have been taken out of it, and the movie wouldn't have changed. So yeah, they don't really need to be in the summary. How would you describe this movie? What is what when you pitch this to other people who haven't seen the happening? How do you pitch this movie? One of the best worst movies I've ever seen that will make you laugh in a group setting. And it's Mark Wahlberg pretending to know science while plants are making people kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> plants is the thing that is killing everyone. Um, the way I pitch this to people is this is the this is the M. Night Shyamalan movie where things happen. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because they during, do. During my first time watching this, uh, my buddy and I would always just pause. Hey, something's going to happen. <laughs> it, it was our goal to say happen or happening, any form of that as much as possible. Because they did it in the movie. There's, I think from what I have recorded 25 times, they say some version of the word happening in this movie. Is that how they came up with the title? Was they just for like, I don't know what to call this thing, but we sure say happening a lot. So that'll do. I I think happening is also like a tagline for one of his other pre, I think for like six cents. Something's happening or, you know, (laughs) whatever, dude, this is, it's the laziest title. It really is because M. Night, something always is happening in a movie. You know, you can't just like call it a movie, the happening. Things are always happening in movies, good or bad. What would you call it though? Uh, the grass? The plant-demic. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh my God, yes! Plant-demic. <laughs> pandemic it's already uh, so much better because like it's not a twist most of his movies like have it m night Shyamalan is known for his twist and i feel like they indicate really early that with a shot like closely up with the winds boy it's definitely the plants are doing it we don't necessarily know why or how and i don't think it's really ever explained to us but like yeah plantemic is just a solid name thank solid. you but yeah, on that note, like I clocked it this time around, and yeah, 30 minutes into the movie, a character's like, 
I think it's the plants, yo. Like, this is weird. So, but we'll get into that later because I have thoughts on all of that and the plot and everything else, as I'm sure you do as well, Joe. But before oh, yeah. we get into all that, um, tell us about your first time seeing the happening. What was that experience like besides saying something's happening whenever I you could? I saw it. I think my buddies and I went to the theater. We saw it in the theaters. Um, I'm pretty sure it released like on... On and around my birthday. So we probably went like, yes, new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Even though I wasn't really on board with M. Night Shyamalan. I I, I don't like the twist endings in all of his movies. Uh, the, the, I guess, first one, Sixth Sense, solid movie, solid twist. But then after that, we all expected a twist. And from a lot of other movies, we expect twists to happen. And I don't necessarily think twists need to happen. But we get that. We got... Um, unbreakable we had the signs and the village was this the fifth one was this lady in the water i think came oh. before this that I, one stinker. i skipped that one i yeah. was like not interested um paul giamani like is like a hotel manager and uh what's her face um bryce Dallas howard is like a pool lady <laughs> i don't i don't know what's happening mermaid pool lady situation yes yes whatever yep. whatever guys happening oh man so this is what happens with m night Shyamalan movies for me the trailers have such a unique interesting premise all the trailers i'm like i need to see what happened what is this i'm so curious intrigued and then when i get to the movie i'm just always let down i'm so bummed and i feel like this was the last one i saw in theater that i was like you know what Fool me five times, I'm done. <laughs> I do have to say, though, uh, one of his more recent movies, The Visit, uh, was really, really good and had a really wonderful twist that was sort of subtle. And I felt like that really flew under the radar for a lot of people. But for me, I actually saw that in theaters and thought like, oh, he's like coming back to good things. And then he did Split and Glass. And I was like, oh, honey, I don't know anymore. Um, but, and last airbender oh my god <laughs> that's right <laughs> happening was the first the last movie before airbender which tanked that career i uh, forgot that so, god what a weird track record just and highs then, and lows so like old is coming out and or has come out i think it just I'm, we're releasing this sometime around then guys i don't know <laughs> i can't keep track of things um but old has a really interesting premise, and I'm curious, but not that curious because I've I've learned from my mistakes. Yes, that's how I feel. So my first experience with the happening, extremely similar to yours. Um, you know, I'd seen Unbreakable and Signs and The Sixth Sense, and I liked all of them. And then The Village, I was like, get me out of here. This is horrendous. I did not like that. Um, so it was like, yeah, ups and then we we're starting to tank. And then, like you said, he has good trailers. So when I saw the trailer and like all this ominous stuff is happening, it's like, what, what's happening in the happening? I got to find out the shot in the trailer of like the pe the construction workers falling off the building. Yes. That, that sold it. I was like, Oh, Whoa, what is happening? Yes. What is 
happening what here? What is happening and the happening? Yeah, I remember that in the trailer being like, whoa, spooky. So yeah, my friends and I went to the theaters to see it. And we were like, ooh, it's going to be a spooky movie. And we laughed out loud the entire time, as did everyone else in the theaters. It was like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 up in that movie theater. It what was is going wonderful. on here? What is going on here? It was so fun. So we actually had like a really fun experience watching it because uh for the wrong reasons but um and then afterwards like when it came on dvd like i think i got it and i'd get friends to watch it and we'd all just like laugh our asses off because some parts are just so ridiculous that it's so so funny so yeah for a while there it was something like my friend group and i would just put on and just have a good old laugh too i had blocked it out of my mind for a long while and then i saw the trailer later like 10 years later and I was like oh man this looks cool what god I don't remember it very well <laughs> I think I should get this I bought it on blu-ray and then I was like shit <laughs> <laughs> oh it's the pandemic movie man did I fuck up but like yeah so this is might have been like probably the third time I've seen this movie um after my two mistakes so <laughs> three times a charm maybe sure we'll maybe this was like my at least 10th time wow. um That's yeah brave of you. but again i was always watching it with people and we were like laughing our asses off and ripping it to shreds and it's just did having you, fun did you have any company this time i did not and that changed the experience entirely <laughs> what not even scully your dog wasn't up my dog enough? my dog was like left literally left the room she's like i don't know what's happening but i don't like it i i asked the wife i was like have you seen the happening before she said yes <laughs> you want to watch it again for uh my review no very similar situation nope, over i'm here gonna as go well. to bed <laughs> yep you Car my, my boyfriend peaced out was like no no thank you um so yeah i watched it by myself i did giggle a few times though because some some of the dialogue is just just it's treasure <laughs> I do laugh from making, I, I think of all the times I made fun of it with friends, like <laughs> just Mark Wahlberg, so dry in this. It's rough. So, so rough. Um, so with, what, whom? with whom? With whom? I'm uh. a teacher. <laughs> um, oh, it's, uh. Uh, anyway, hold on, I need water real quick. You know what? Enough of what we thought about it our first time. Let's hear what other people thought about their first time. Yes, let's get into some reviews. And as always, we like to start off on a positive note. So let's get into some positive reviews. Before we start off with positive reviews, take that again after this. So first off, we're going to let you know what critics and audiences thought via Rotten Tomatoes. The tomato meter, oh man, it's 17%. That's that's pretty low. It's That's really one of the low. lowest we've ever reviewed. Yeah. And the yeah. audience score, not much higher. 24%. Oof. Ugh. I think the lowest we've done so far was like 15%, maybe. I can't remember. So, but 17. Oh, honey. Oof. Quite. <laughs> Quaz, we need to cheer me up with some positive reviews. We yeah, let's let as always we like to start off a little more positive with our reviews. So let's get into some people 
so let's get into some reviews from people that did enjoy this movie in an unironic sort of way. It was hard. It was hard finding these positive reviews. There's not many. Most of the positive reviews I was reading, and I tried not to include any that were like backhanded, because like I I want some legit like nice things to say about this movie. Uh, man, there was so many bad reviews. So many, and so many positive reviews that yeah, had a had a backhanded comment here or there. <sighs> okay, positive. Betty Jo Tucker of Real Talk Movie Reviews. The Happening may not be M. Night Shyamalan's best movie, but it's his most provocative one. Oh, Betty. Um, I don't know if provocative is the right word. Provocative is strange. I would not call it a provocative movie. I think it might be the most intriguing hook. Mm Mm-hmm like um yeah mysterious everyone's killing themselves for mm-hmm. a reason no one can really figure out why yeah yeah i'm int- i'm intrigued i'm intrigued um and that just shows how little positive reviews are because that was my first one from betty joe tucker <laughs> <laughs> um all right renee rodriguez with the miami herald said a subtle measured work which means there will be many who find it dull and pointless okay okay so if you don't like this movie then you're dumb and don't understand subtle measured work that's your problem no i don't don't agree with that no Uh, i think there's one slash two issues with this movie that if we change it, I think we have a solid movie. Yeah, I think um, that on our second review. Well, yes, but it's not settled nor measured, honey. So, Glenn Whip of Los Angeles Daily News. It's creepy, silly fun. And if it came from anyone else, it would be recognized as such. One thing is for certain the man hasn't lost his ability to entertain. Oh, honey, yes, he has. <laughs> he has. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I will have to say that it's entertaining. It's entertaining, for, but I don't think... it's the wrong reason. Yeah, I was going to say, for it's entertaining the in the way it was not meant to be. Um, and like I, The Room. Like The Room, exactly. Perfect example. I don't think that if anyone else did this movie, it would be heralded as like this groundbreaking, amazing piece of cinema. I think it'd be the same reaction. Um, uh, so, no, yeah. I... It's There'd be a different reaction if someone else made this movie. Well, because it might be better quality if someone else made this movie. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my thoughts about M. Night until we get to our second chance okay okay yes let's not go too hard on him um so ah, you just said hard on ah! roger ebert of the chicago stop it that was what? that was my next one you just went i get roger ebert. oh did i not oh you i did just go didn't i <laughs> yeah. yeah okay you could take this sh- take the roger ebert Cool, because I have a little you're from, intro. You're Maybe. you are close enough to Chicago. We'll let yeah, you, we'll let I you would. Talk. I've watched his uh his, his local broadcast show about movies when I was younger. Anyway, 
So everyone's favorite sassy bitch reviewer (laughs) who always has something to say, Roger Ebert, actually liked the happening. Can you believe it? Very surprised. So surprised. So surprised. He hates movies. (laughs) He hates movies. But he liked the happening. He said, Shamalan's approach is more effective than smash and grab plot mongering. His use of the landscape is disturbingly effective. The performances by Wahlberg and Deschanel bring a quite blah, bring a quiet dignity to their characters. Okay, so I guess I have to talk about my opinion about M. Night <laughs> right now. Um, he is a good director. He is a terrible uh screenwriter yes he's um, I, I think he's good at a concept i don't think he's good at, at like the pieces of that concept specifically dialogue and characters what yeah dialoguing dialogue characters not so what he needs to do his next movie m night if you for anyone that knows m night please pass this info to him when you have an idea for a movie great keep that idea Tell it to someone who can write it well. Get a friend that's really good at writing. Let them write it. Tell them, these are the ideas I want. And then that, that they can patch you and say, that's great. I'm going to just make this character a human. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to work with that. Uh, he can direct the movie so well. Because like I'm, I'm at the edge of my seat in moments of like, uh, again, that's why I'm roped into the movie. Because everything looks good. I can see that those plants are moving. It's so weird because the plants are moving and I know that this is a threat, even though there's nothing there. <laughs> um, so he did such a good job conveying that, but like, God damn, these characters are ruin this movie. Ruin it. And the and Roger Ebert, sassy about everything else, but love the performances of Wahlberg and Deschanel. I find they're performances to be cardboard cutouts of humans they are not doing anything oh can i read a fun fact about mark what mark Wahlberg said about his this movie please do please do so he's admitted that he regrets working on the movie (laughs) you can't blame me for wanting to try to play a science teacher at least i wasn't playing a copper or crook now (laughs) what no, Mark, I, I, I respect the idea that like, yeah, I want to be, I want to play something that I'm not typecast as. That's fine. But when you speak the dialogue, please do it as a human would. Because <laughs> like everything he said was so robotic. Yes. I also got the feeling that like he has the voice that like black comedians do for white people. <laughs> spot on and he's not and it's not like a joke and it's oh it's so hard to listen to i mean there's a reason why he's often typecasted sorry bro yeah like if you're typecast that's okay lean into it lean into it i mean you tried and you couldn't play a high school science teacher you're not even like a scientist sir who is the person i thought i think we talked about it in another episode someone's always typecast as something and i just good lean into it some people typecasting like it's perfect it's like you know how to creep me out or make me laugh or whatever but like Wahlberg, you can only do so much and hey he plays the like crook and the cop well keep at it 
Didn't he get an Oscar nomination for The Departed for playing a crooked cop? He sure. No. Okay. He was not the crooked cop. He was the good cop. Oh, he was the good cop. I haven't seen that movie in forever. But see, like you, you're doing fine, sir. Sometimes you just can't talk about science, and that's fine. It wasn't about talking about science. It's just talking in general. At all. <laughs> yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> oh, Marky uh, Mark. Deschanel does it too. Uh, it's oh, just, yeah. Everything, either, I don't know. It, 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 again, this may be an M. Night critique more. Like, guys, I need you to talk like you're not a human. <laughs> like you are a plant. Like, I don't know what went on during that set. So who knows? I don't know, but John Leguizamo could act in it. So I he was... He was great. Yeah. But then again, he's never given us a bad performance. That's true too. Audience, you you defy me. <laughs> one John Leguizamo bad performance. I dare you. You I won't find it. One. And I'm already gonna be one step ahead of you. What about Super Mario Brothers? That's a, just a dumb movie, not a yeah. bad performance. He does a he does great work even in bad movies so you know especially here in the happening wow we went from positive reviews to just shitting on it <laughs> we went down that hole real quick <laughs> i just i can't stand it when somebody <laughs> praised it so much okay and roger ebert of all people who loves to shit on movies okay okay another positive review okay todd r ramlow of pop matters the Happening features an effectively stylized physical environment. Rarely have clouds drifting overhead and wind blowing through trees in a sunny day being filmed so ominously. That's true. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. that's Again. true. I can't argue with that. It's very true. Um, so I have one more positive review. Uh -huh. um, Robert Will not Willonsky. Robert Will not. Whoa, this is difficult. Willonsky. Willonsky. Robert Robert Willonsky from Village Voice wrote: effective nonsense, chilling nonsense, occasionally wrenching, uh, occasionally wrenching nonsense. So thought the movie was nonsense, but why is that a positive review? That just because, sounds because it was still effective and chilling and wrenching. <laughs> so I've got an I've got one from our favorite <gasps> reviewer. Is it who I think it is? It's no no minnow. Oh what you say? What you say? From Beliefnet. No, she's is, that, a, a, is this another one? <laughs> I don't recognize this at all. Yeah, as for listeners, Nell is somebody who just pops up in very different sources all the time. So I like that job hunt job hopping let's do it serious what a hustle i respect her so much m night Shyamalan is one of the most talented filmmakers working today but he seems out of ideas now if there's one thing about m night Shyamalan, i could say he's never out of ideas he can cook them up quick and they're intriguing yeah yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. The execution, not always there. But this idea was intriguing. I think, like we said, he's got strengths and weaknesses. And hey, we all do. Um, and one of his strengths is popping out like a really unique and engaging idea. Even uh, the elevator movie. Uh, I don't even remember Oh my God, called. I forgot Devil. about that. Devil. Devil. That's 
terrible name for the movie. Just call it Elevator. Hold up. Hold up. I just had a realization. Okay. Did you see Devil? Yeah, I saw it. Again, I get roped in for (laughs) a stupid trailer. And then I'm like halfway through my, I knew better than this. What was wrong? What did I do this to myself? Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, Trey Atwood from the OC is in the elevator. But I just realized, is the old woman in the elevator the same old woman who Marky Mark stays with in the home? I do not believe it's the same woman. I don't know. Um, Maybe we're going to find, you know what? We're going to find out real quickly. Okay. But Betty Buckley plays Mrs. Jones. She's in Split. She's maybe that's what you're thinking of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. She plays Dr. Karen Fletcher in Split. So I think his psychiatrist. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. She was in Oz. I don't know who she played in Oz, but I liked Oz. It's also been like 10 years since I've seen Oz. So I don't remember anything. I just remember enjoying it a lot. But she's an odds. That's good for her. Um, let me find out who you're thinking of. Devil. Because isn't the twist at the end the old woman was Satan or something? The old woman that died early on? Yeah. Was the actual devil. We were Which... all wondering, who is the per- who's the devil in the elevator? Yeah. And so I've come to expect a lot of like twist endings. Ooh, what a twist. Thanks mm-hmm. for my chicken. Um, <laughs> we've expected the twist from M. Night. So I'm yeah. like... I'm steps ahead thinking what's going to happen. I clocked it in village. I was in the theater and I whispered to the girl. I went to that movie. I was like, I don't think this is a real village. (laughs) Modern time. I think it was just making fun of it. And then fucking Bryce Dallas Howard finds like a real car. I was like, Oh my God, did I figure it out? (laughs) Boom. Devil was the same way. I was like, it's probably that old lady that died. (laughs) Like, cause like, I'm trying to narrow it down. Like, is it Christina Hendricks' husband? I don't know. Uh, or you, Trey Atwood. Trey Atwood. Oh, you really should watch The Visit, though, because The Visit is Ginny really good. O'Hara. Okay, not her. She. No, it's not her. All right. Well, then I'll just cut all this out. You don't yeah, have to. I, de- I guess hilarious. not. Um, but yeah, you should watch The Visit. You know what? I um shouldn't. No, it's actually really good. I'm telling you. You say I don't like movies. I like that movie. I've been, tr- yeah, but like, you like this M Night Shyamalan movie. I'm no, no, I no, like no. horror movies. Not in my house. <laughs> Del yeah, Del yeah, commercial. Del yeah. Fucking popped up in a podcast I was listening to, and I got so furious. <laughs> oh, Megan, so mad. Megan loves Del yeah. Del yeah. It does make me listeners. Want a if you taco. see my wife, you definitely sing the Del Yeah song to her. She <laughs> will get furious as hell. <laughs> Stop singing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think it's time to see what the people were saying that did not like the happening. Okay. I can I'm down for that. Okay. So Nigel Floyd with timeout said. At first, a great deal happens. Then nothing much happens for quite some time. Then something so underwhelming happens that one is left wondering, did that really just happen? (laughs) Yes. Yes. They said it so much. They said it so much. See. In one sentence. I really wish the movie leaned into that harder. 
um, because that's the part I enjoy the most. Uh, <laughs> it could be a fun drinking game, like just like oh, anytime they God, see happen, yeah. shots, 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 shots. <laughs> Everybody. Oh my God. Yeah. You'd be fucked up by the end of that movie. Andrew O'Hagan of London Review of Books. One of the most interesting movies of the year, despite being one of the worst. It offers a study in what happens to the mind of a talented movie maker when it, he is caught between commercial hysteria and his own engulfing ego. Whoa. That's, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's harsh, man. I mean, like, we shat on him a little bit, but like, yeah. man. Wow. He's, he's talented. He has weaknesses, but not awful. Not awful. And I don't think it's commercialism or an inflated ego. I think that's like you were saying earlier, he is known for, he became known for these twists, these like wild twists. And that's what people expect. So I feel like sometimes he has to deliver it. Is that on us though? Did we put that, did we put that burden on ourselves? I think so. Because I think he was backed into corners being like, okay, okay, I'll make a twist. Because if you remember, science does not have a twist. And it's really good. It's, I don't know. I feel like, well, first of all, it's not really good. Okay, but, well, I haven't seen um, it, but I thought it was really good. It's, the water it, has a, thing. it has a twist of like, water is what swing kills a, them. Swing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it, that's not a like a twist so much as like, oh, a reveal, like a Chekhov's yeah. gun kind of situation. I feel like, yeah, it, we have mm-hmm. reveal and twist mixed up. Mm-hmm. We, the audience, have gotten that mixed up in our heads. Yes. And we expect a twist when it's a reveal. Especially because like in Signs, at least, they put little like droplets of hints. Like yeah. little crumbs for us to pick up on that water is going to be the... Because like when the little girl... Uh, is like putting glass water glasses of water all over the mm-hmm. house. I knew like that's gonna be important later, right? Because she I don't fills know that why. fucking house with half glass. But like of that's water. important. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got a baseball bat. He's an old like baseball player. Like that's gonna come into play later. Yeah, I do feel like we kind of put it on him to always, uh, you know, try to be five steps ahead of us and blow our minds. And sometimes like it's very hard it's like it's just almost impossible sometimes if the concept doesn't call for that so i i think that's sort of what happened here i don't think it was that he's happening needed a twist and i don't think it has a twist it doesn't have a twist but good for it good happening thanks for not having a twist oh yeah we were talking about the happening not just shitting on him night channel (laughs) poor guy i actually do like some of his work (laughs) anyway yeah i like elements of his work hit me with a negative review all right <laughs> other people's <laughs> negative reviews i'm gonna us. i have one that uh shits on sham one so i'm just gonna skip that because no, no, been... no, I'm, okay give okay it, give it to me michael dance from the cinema source wrote Usually, Shyamalan can hide his limitations as a screenwriter behind his skills as a director. Here, that skill fails him as well, and the whole movie falls apart. I mean, we we kind of said that already. I don't disagree. You know what? But that's okay. You know, not every artist has to be a 10 out of 10. You can have a stinker. That's okay. It's okay. Everyone's, everyone's allowed one or yeah. two. Or five. <laughs> or five whatever whatever keep making shit she just gave yeah i mean whatever. we're gonna keep coming out and watching it 
I'm going to watch old because I'm fucking like, what's going on there? I need to know. You know what? If you keep giving me good hooks, I'm still going to watch his movies. Yeah, I want to know what's going to happen. And you know what? I know they're going to be probably terrible, but you know what? <laughs> good job making them. I'm telling you, it. The Visit is not terrible. I'm not going to watch it. I rewatched it this past October uh, and I was like, damn. We are reviewing the happening not no, the visit i just want you to watch it okay hit brandon me with the... collins wait say, this, say it again i talked over you say it again. i'm talking over you to get through this brandon collins media <laughs> i just don't want to talk about the visit okay i'm so i'll stop i'll stop but it is really good okay Bra- okay if you can convince megan to watch it i'll watch it there's no next stuff, I don't think. It's not next stuff. She just does like scary stuff. It's like or and she also does like bad movies, but she also likes everything. But she so. likes Independence Day, Resurgence. Anyway, anyway, Brandon, what do you have to say? Brandon Collins of Medium Popcorn. This is terrible, god awful. Nothing could have helped this movie. Now that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily true. Uh, I, I I have a solution to fix this movie, but we'll talk about it during our review. Yeah, the first half we've, is we've gone on quite a ramble here with our reviews, but I'm true. fine with that because things need to be said. Things We're need still to be said. Um, <clears throat> Hit me with another. Tim Brayton with Antagony and Ecstasy. I don't know what the fuck that is, but a publication of some kind. I like he, I like those words. <laughs> interesting. It's fun to say. It's it's quite it's a fun title. to hear. Um, he had it's to fun say, to say them. It's an, fun to hear them. Antagony and ecstasy. That would be a good band name. Anyway, he wrote. Other than its rape possibility. Other than its right possibility for mockery, I cannot think of anything that makes the film really worthwhile. And I don't disagree, but like the mockery of it is so entertaining that I'm not mad about it. Jason Bailey of Flavorwire. For reasons still unknown, Shyamalan wrote the dialogue this stiffy and instructed his performers to act like they'd never seen said words or interacted with each other before (laughs) oh hold on let me read that again because i feel like i messed up jason bailey of flavorware for reasons still unknown shaman wrote the dialogue this stiff shaman wrote the dialogue this stiffly and instructed his performers to act like they'd never said words or interacted with each other before I feel like that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's guys, so stiff. Have you guys seen a piece of cardboard before? <laughs> I need you, you to bring it like cardboard. <laughs> but I play a cup all the time. <laughs> cardboard. <laughs> but I just, I'm quirky. Don't quirky. care. I have Don't banks. care, new girl. <laughs> cardboard. So I'm looking for it. I have one more negative review. Same. Look at that. I hope it's the same one. I hope it's the same one too. We did. I had talked about, I had selected a Nigel quote. uh, The the happen, 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 happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. Well, Jackie K. Cooper from JackieKCooper.com wrote, nothing happening here. I love me a good wordplay. <laughs> Allie Gray of the shiznit.co.uk. Uh, I first off, I hate the word shiznit. What year is it? Oh well, this movie did come. Probably. Yeah, so that makes. But sense. still, yeah. I hate it. Stop trying. Just say shit like a human. <laughs> shiznit, whatever. <laughs> Allie Gray wrote this. Wahlberg is atrocious, <laughs> as wooden as the trees terrorizing him. Perfect, perfect review. Amen. Yeah, great, great job. For Shiznit forgiven, because, yep, completely accurate. Um, All right. I have to pee. That's fair. I'll pee too. Okay. Let's snap into a Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Slim Jim, the unofficial sponsor of Second Chance Movies. Hmm. So. Second Chance Movies brought to you by water. Oh, stay hydrated, folks. We have to wait. I didn't realize how loud this chewing would be. Okay. It's actually not loud. I can't hear it, but I can hear it so much in my ears. <laughs> Gross. I'll save it for breaks. All right. So, Joe, in yes. in the spirit of a Shyamalan twist, 
I have a little twist right now. What? I want to change things up. And I have a game for us to play. I love games. You love games. We love games here. Usually we save our games to the end of the show, but I want to twist it up and put it towards the top. What a twist. What a twist. All right, Joe. So this game is about the dialogue in the happening. I'm going to give you a quote. I'm going to give you a quote and you're going to tell me if this line happened in the happening. All right. Oh, if it happened in the happening? Yes. Is there bonus points for me guessing what other movie it could be in or do you make these up? Um, they are from other movies and if okay. you can guess, why not? Let's give you a bonus point. And if you uh, can guess when it's said, also bonus point. Yikes. Okay. There's a lot of pressure because I did not study this movie enough or paid half attention. Oh, well, that's okay. So, no, Joe, I watched it. I put my full attention. So, Joe, are you ready to play the game? Did this line happen in the happening? I'm ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you. For, I'm ready for this to happen. Oh. So, I'm going to give you a softball. This is a pretty easy one. So, we'll start off easy. <clears throat> we ate tiramisu together. That is it. Did that line happen in the happening? I, uh, I, I think so. I'm pretty sure that's a Zoe Deschanel line about Joey. Correct. Zoe Deschanel is talking to a guy that she once had dessert with and tells him they only had tiramisu together and he needs to cool it. Uh, that's M. Night Shyamalan as Joey. We just hear his voice oh. and see his text. Never get to see him. <laughs> wow, good job. What a performance. What a performance. He likes to throw himself like Hitchcock. <clears throat> Just put him in himself in every movie. He does. He really, really does. But you know what? If you're directing a movie, you're allowed to put yourself in the movie. Why not? Good job. Why not? I, I like seeing those fun cameos. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. All right. Let's do another. Next one. Uh-huh. I'm just going to talk in a very positive manner giving off good vibes. We're just here to use the bathroom and we're just going to leave. I hope that's okay. Does that line happen in the happening? Oh my God. Uh, I feel like they definitely want to use a bathroom somewhere, but I'm going to say no, this is not from the happening. You are wrong. It does happen in the happening. There just was so much dialogue altogether. I didn't think it could have been from this movie. Well, it comes from Mark Wahlberg while they find an abandoned house to use a bathroom and he sees a plant and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then realizes it's a plastic plant. Is this what he's talking to the plant? Yep. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. (laughs) All right. Next one. Man thinks they are each other. Man thinks they are each alone in this world. It is not true. You are all connected. One act can one day affect all. No, this sounds like Mufasa from Lion King. um, You are right that it does not happen in the happening, but you are wrong. It is not Mufasa. It is from the M. Night Shyamalan joint, Lady in the Water. (laughs) I would have never guessed it. (laughs) Now, this one, I know you'll nail. I know you'll nail it. You know what? You know, 
hot dogs get a bad rap. They are cool shape and they got protein. This 100% happens in the happening. It's my favorite line in this movie. <laughs> oh my God, that guy, that performer, uh, Frank Cullison, who's dubbed nursery owner, uh, he says it before they go on there, get in the car and leave the nursery. That is so correct. Good job. Good job. It's an iconic line in the movie. That's for it's sure. The best line in the movie. Here's another. They like to get the landmarks. That's Does that the, have... That's the that, entire quote? That's the entire quote. I'll repeat it again. No, there's no <laughs> way that happened in this movie. Can you guess what movie it's from? Uh, Independence Day? Ding, ding, ding. Independence Day resurgence. <laughs> they like to get the landmarks. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, yeah, the, this movie was not about landmarks. It was about the you know the plants and parks <laughs> i just wanted to throw a little idr quote in there for you oh no are we gonna have to review that soon we sure i think we've reviewed it already no yeah i don't know i don't know where this falls in the order we'll look at the calendar anyway let's hey let's record it for both oh no are we gonna <laughs> review that one uh yes <laughs> I'm pretty sure it, it's, it's July 4th is when we're doing IDR. And then I think the happening's at the end of the July. End of July. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We already just watched that movie, so I know exactly that it's from ID4-2. You are correct. They like to get the landmarks in ID4-2. <sighs> okay, next one. Does mankind deserve to be saved? Um, it sure doesn't. Uh, it, do, it does not happen. But I don't think this happens in this movie. Sounds like Thanos. It does sound like Thanos, and he might have said it, but once again, it comes from Lady in the Water. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, your, your game really should have been... <laughs> Name which M. Night Shyamalan movie this is from. <laughs> I just wanted to highlight the, the dialogue of the happening. So, Joe, does this line happen in the happening? Oof. You should be more interested in science, Jake. You know why? Because your face is perfect. The problem is your face is a perfect... The problem is your face is perfect at 15. That This line is from the happening yeah it's it does Mark happen Wahlberg in the happening. being a science teacher talking to the pretty boy about that is how correct his ears are going to get too big that is correct he talks to a literal child like that yes yes it does you fucking douchebag <laughs> <laughs> okay just a couple more you're doing wonderful thank you next quote why you eyeing my lemon drink oh Oh my god, I do not remember that from this movie. Oh no, was this in it? This had to have been in it. If you were no, I'm gonna say no, because I do not remember this lemon drink line. You are wrong. It does happen in the happening. Oh no. The creepy Wait. the creepy old lady sitting on the porch. Mark Wahlberg comes up to stay in their home, and yeah. out of nowhere, mid-conversation, she goes, Why you on my lemon drink? It's, she, I remember her slapping the kid's hand like, don't touch what's not yours. Like, what the? 
fuck lady that that does happen she's a wild woman all right you're at the place where the killers meet to decide what to do with the crippled girl no this is not in this movie is it from an m9 Shyamalan movie you are wrong it does happen in the happening (laughs) what it happens in the opening scene with the two girls sitting on a park bench. One is reading a book. She looks up from her book and says, I don't know what place I'm at. And somehow her friend knows the exact plot point she's at in the book, which is where the killers meet to decide what to do with the crippled girl. Holy hell. <laughs> wow. This Yikes. dialogue It's like I didn't bonkers. even watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know how you missed all these. Well, every line is bonkers, so I understand how you didn't catch each one. The hot dog line is amazing. The hot dog uh, is perfection. Um, also, like, do hot dogs have a bad rep? Because I think like everyone that eats meat loves them, right? Anyway. I mean, they're like trash dogs, you know? Right. Like, they're like right. made of like pigeons and raccoons and st- like and different animal parts just rolled into one. I mean, yeah, we don't need it for like the health benefits. Duh. Okay. We eat it for the fun shape. <laughs> All right. Last question. Joe, does this line happen in the happening? What's happening? I don't know. I can't think. Uh, I'm going to say there's no way they said that in the movie. No, it's <laughs> definitely in that movie. It is not in the movie. God. The line maybe it, it could be in the movie. It could be in the movie. They might have said something along those lines, but it happens in M Night Shyamalan's latest movie, Old. Oh, wow, you know dialogue from that movie before it comes out? I do cuz there's something called a trailer that's got dialogue. Mm. That's <laughs> M. true. M Night loves the word happening he just loves it it's very vague i could i can see why he like it yeah super vague so joe i was not keeping score but i think you won the does this line happen in the happening game so good job i didn't get a perfect score so i can't award myself a trophy i'll award you something cool (laughs) all right so now that we've gotten that game out of the way Let's talk about our second chance with the happening. Oof, we got well, thoughts. We, this both was not our first chance, but no. this is our, our most objective chance I've ever given this movie. Um, oh, yikes. Let's start off with things I like. Or, or things we both like. <laughs> um, you know what? I will. Th- I do think the the fact that there's an invisible threat is really intriguing that like something is making everyone kill themselves and we have no idea what to do and there's no way to stop it you can't see it coming and the only way that it can really be shown is the trees there's not like a weird like computer generated mist that we see it is literally just trees in the wind and grass in the wind it's creepy as hell good job good job m9 I totally agree with you. I think the initial concept is pretty fascinating that they're, like you said, an invisible threat that you don't know how to fight or how to survive. Um, You know, the sporadic sort of mass suicide angle is interesting, but I also have a lot of questions about, like, 
why don't the plants just like mass murder people or make people drop dead why is it this why do they commit suicide like that's never why do really... they repeat phrases walk backwards and then figure out a way to kill themselves right there's a lot of very specific things that the plants make people do some people like they're frozen still for a very long time as well like and then i guess they kill themselves like so i think it might have been more threatening or, or horrifying if it was just like people fucking like dropping dead maybe um, it's just not as visually interesting as unique deaths because i think that's another yeah. thing i think that's really strong in this is there's a lot of creative deaths killings of you know of themselves yeah. um i won't get into all the detail or all the the deaths um do you have a particularly favorite or intriguing one that you were like oh that was, besides the construction crew just falling off because that's the one that draw drew us into this movie um i actually had a question to ask you which was what do you think the lamest death is interesting <laughs> yeah i went for the positive thing you went for the worst <laughs> thing uh so i think the most interesting one uh besides like the construction workers uh is the lawnmower yes they, they turn on the lawnmower and just like lay down and let it uh, yeah. right over him. again it's so weird that like so many people's minds go to different things of this is the way my i'm gonna kill myself right it it is really that's a very unique sort of one i like the um the old woman uh when Mark Wahlberg and and Zoe Deschanel and the kid are like you know inside but she goes outside so she gets affected and she just starts fucking banging her head against the outside of the house against a window and that was you know not necessarily like unique but it was so haunting like that's so creepy someone like just that's a fi very violent very creepy it's also weird die. because she's almost acting for the plants breaking the windows to yes. get to mark and i just think does she know that do the plants know that like what when do we what is happening what is mm -hmm. happening what is happening so yeah i think that's probably like my i guess quote unquote favorite um the one that i think is the lamest is the first death we see um for for the very first one i think we should have had one that's more like shocking and jarring and just like oh my god you don't think a woman just stabbing herself in the <laughs> neck with a hairpin is shocking <laughs> oh that happens every day that's such a commonplace thing i know I, I bet that's the thing why my wife won't watch this because she's like not into neck things yeah and all that and was like nope never again with this movie it's happened <laughs> in the first minute nope bad nope out i think what makes it lame isn't the actual like her obviously stabbing herself in the neck is jarring and she does it like yeah with her own hairpin creepy but what makes it so lame is her friend like on the bench next to her is just like Karen, are you okay? Are you, what are you did, doing, Karen? Did you, did you stab yourself? Are you, I, like, think what? I think it's also weird after watching the entire movie that her friend also isn't instantly, because everyone around her has stopped but her. Right. I do think maybe the movie should have chosen like 
it's like a 95% people get affected and like some people are immune to these plants and they're like, why, and, you know, I survive and some people survive this like mass killing. Right. Because that's what's interesting is that in it, not in like a sort of good way, but like what's, I have an issue with when it comes to all this is there's no like rules. Like we don't stick to the rules of like, how these plants do these things and therefore it's very convoluted so like yeah. it's always sort of changing and once you change the rules of a movie it's like well then nothing really makes sense because you're right like in that opening scene she's this one girl that's in the middle of chaos in this park where everyone's affected is just like huh this is super weird what's going on um and it kind of i think we the audience are supposed to be her like what is happening right like, right keep it just maybe yeah one person survives you know or a couple people can don't get affected and that's even more traumatic of like oh no everyone's dying but me yeah and there's also it's established at some point that the the plants are attacking because they find humans to be a threat and they don't ever specific get specific on the threat it's sort of alluded to like you know global warming or ruining the planet all the shit we've done and we never see humans actually like attacking any plants so (laughs) okay okay we're polluting so like i don't know maybe there could have been something to that where it's like oh you recycle you're not (laughs) Red. i don't know like there's just the, yeah the, the rules of it have to be more concrete yeah. yeah the plants knew you know jessica was always recycling she <laughs> did her part to help she has an electric car <laughs> she is always kind to us waters us as much as she can <laughs> we can't kill her you know that sounds absurd but so does everything in this movie is absurd so. i think my the weakest death is i know you're not going to enjoy this jeremy strong uh shooting himself in the field so i'm so glad you brought this up because we had two succession cast members in this movie interesting who's the second the second one is um god what's his name alan um yes alan ruck didn't know he was in succession he's the oldest brother who's like a total loser it's amazing um but yeah you're totally right loved seeing jeremy strong didn't realize like did not realize it was him until this viewing but yeah it's a, yeah. it's it's a lame it's a he lame wasn't one. like a name now he's no. like been in a lot of stuff now he's wonderful yeah um i the reason i think it's lame i don't think the act of itself is lame it's just we already previously saw a cop shoot himself using a gun i think the fact that it was always using interesting ways we just kind of repeated the police uniformed person using a gun on themselves and i think we just we just copied the one we just did so mm-hmm. I, I wanted something a little different than that especially because there's sense, a lot yeah. of people in the field and there's not all those there's not enough bullets for everyone so they're gonna have to find a way they should have found it because like the people that use the lawnmower kind of next to the field that was creative way you know we'll see um, I will say though, <clears throat> I love Jeremy Strong, and I will say that even though that was like a super, it was it it was a lame moment. Man, he acted it so well. Even when He's he good. kept repeating himself, he, there was a hint of like I why I'm like repeating myself, but I don't want to. 
so give him, give him an Emmy for the, the the last thing I like about this movie mm-hmm. is the performances from supporting and minor characters. Everyone, everyone in this movie, except our two leads, I love everyone. Mostly because like a lot of them are like no name actors or like I can't say no name, but like they're not well known actors. Or they've only done like one thing or no things, and they're killing it. They are just like just shine, especially hot dog guy. Hot dog guy, I really <laughs> like. Um, I also, yeah, I think uh, Jeremy Strong is the like nervous, like private that looks like I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like the most person in charge because I'm in uniform, but I don't know what's going on. Um, he's good. Lekozamo needs to be in way more things he's everything so talented um he's bringing it here and yeah i'm i'm really irritated that he dies but i get it this is a movie where everyone's gonna die except our main characters but like oh man i do like that he gets in a car with dante from clerks like <laughs> yeah what is dante doing in this movie <laughs> and has zero lines <laughs> man that's crazy and then just runs his car into a tree, yeah. flies out, I'm like, oh no, poor Dante. Oh, oh. and then like Zama sits down and it's like, oh man, man. Oh man. You're right. I think that ev- everyone except for our main two are reacting in a way that like I would if this shit was going on, like it felt more real. Um, Even our uh the two boy children mm-hmm. who are kind of like being assholes and like fuck those kids but i'm like those kids are bringing it and that's why i hate yeah. them like, right right oh man i think yeah everyone is doing their best um and like sort of has this terror and this confusion in a way that feels very realistic um obviously except for mark Wahlberg and zoe Deschanel, and i think that if they if both of them were cast different like if if those two roles were cast with other people there would have been a difference because neither one of them like act can act they're not acting they're just saying lines also they're 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 good actors not in this Mm, i disagree (laughs) they're they're Mm. they're fine Uh, there Uh, are no complaints about them as actors except in this movie um another very strange thing is that uh John Leguizamo's character is is off to find his wife um so he leaves his daughter in the care of these two buffoons and (laughs) (laughs) like my god like I know he didn't have a choice but like they're the the two worst people to leave your kid with man I'm so sorry um what's especially he knew that like Oh, they're probably getting a divorce. Right. I'm going to leave my kid with them. He straight up like hated Zoe Deschanel's character and was like, oh, I guess you're her new mom, whatever. Um, What's very strange is this, this girl, this little girl is with us the entire time. She's basically like the third character. Yeah. She's the most seen at, besides uh, Marky Mark and Deschanel. Um, and she doesn't have a single line of dialogue until literally the very last scene, and it's one line of dialogue. 
And I just watching it this time around, I paid more attention to it and just like did not get the choice to have this little girl say nothing. It was very strange. Um, it did. It wasn't she was like a prop, not a character. Yes. And she was, I will say, like doing some good facial expressions, because at first I was like, is it that she's a kid actor? And they're like, well, we can't get her to act. So let's just not ever talk. But like, that's not the vibe I got. It's just like they just literally did not have her talk. They had characters talk at her. And she would just look at them. It was very strange. She apparently i'm just looking at indv right now she's in west wing and i haven't gotten to that character yet i'm pretty sure with her last name i assume it's going to be jimmy schmitz's uh daughter or a relative they look they the like name. they yeah they look they well they both have the name santos and we just introduced we, wife and i finally got to season six of uh west wing uh, finally after 20 years um and so yeah uh she's also the little girl in crash whoa okay yeah so yeah she she was great in crash i mean she could have been really good in this movie had they given her literally anything to do <laughs> they yeah, did not that's true i mean they don't really give <sighs> whatever man um but yeah so what else did you like about this movie before I assume we both shit on this movie? <laughs> um, or my critique, I won't shit on it any more than I have. I do have my ideas of what would make this smoother. A smoother ride for um, me. So I don't have anything more okay. that I like. But that I do want to say, I do want to say, <laughs> you know. That uh, makes sense. I do want to say, though, that like, while I shit on this movie, um, like I said before, my friends and I would watch it and just laugh so hard. And even this time around watching it by myself, I was still chuckling. So even though the movie wasn't meant for this, I do like how much like joy it's brought me and how many fun memories of just like sitting around with my friends laughing at this movie it's brought me. So that's something I like. So... Does that no. count? <laughs> if you wanted to, I I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't bring me the joy that it brings you. Um. So the performances are really rough, especially our two leads are just mm -hmm. like so boring. I think I mentioned it before. Wahlberg delivers his lines just so dry. It's so weird how like how much extra diction he's trying to force that it it just is weird. Like has he talked before? He has like had a conversation with someone who knows that's not how people talk. I don't know what happened here. What's going on? Do you think it's the bees? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, you know, like I said, I, like I could take or leave Mark Wahlberg. He doesn't do much for me really. But like in this case, it's not only bad acting, it's just like, like just like not talking normally, like just yeah. not sounding normal. To, and it's like robotic but like trying trying to convey like I think from your fun fact where he wanted to do something that wouldn't typecast him he was almost trying like too hard like this you is how smart people sound right <laughs> you did it Mark you have played something that you don't normally play <laughs> now that you've gotten out of that that out of your system 
you don't need to do it again. No, please don't. It's very strange. And Zoe Deschanel is not much better. She is actually where I think more, I think she's insufferable in this movie. <laughs> I like his performance more than hers. She just is also extremely robotic. They try to make her very emotional as well, which is strange because she never actually like hits emotions. It's just very odd. And like we were saying, like the characters outside of these two are all doing the thing. So I don't know what happened with like these two specific actors here. You want to know who was considered to play Alma? Yes. It might upset you. Oh, no. Upset you because we didn't get this. Okay. Amy Adams. Oh, my God. But (laughs) she declined. (laughs) I I understand. Good choice. (laughs) Good Good choice, choice, Amy. Good choice. (sighs) Yikes. I mean, I see, I don't like Zoe Deschanel in general. I don't I don't like her little quirky act like her little like I'm different I'm like I'm not like the normal girls but that's neither here nor there when it comes to this movie (laughs) because it's just so strange it's like she is like there's a a performance that's needed and she's like kind of trying to meet it but also like really holding back and just sounds like a psychopath when she talks. Also, okay, this bothers me. This bothers me so much. I need to go on a little mini rant. <laughs> so should I take a break to eat some beef sure, jerky? Sure, yeah, you can take a bite of beef jerky. Our non-sponsors. Unofficial sponsor, beef jerky. Go right ahead. Okay, so this really bothers me. It's something I didn't realize until this time around. Okay, so when all this stuff starts happening. Mark Wahlberg's at school. They're like, hey, we're closing school down. Go home. Get out of here. People committing suicide. Shit's getting weird. He yeah. comes home and Alma, Ms. Deschanel, is sitting on the couch watching the news being like, this is really weird. What is happening? Okay. So meaning that she was at home and she had some time, right? She was just kicking it. And then they're like, well, while Mark Wahlberg's at school, he calls her and he's like, hey, let's uh, get out of here. We can go to John Leguizamo's parents' house. Like, let's kick it there. Let's get out of here. And she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so meaning she knew there was a plan to get out and had time to kick it on the couch. This bitch, when they leave their house, is wearing a halter dress. She's wearing a halter dress the entire time. And I'm like, hell no. Girl, you're in an emergency level state where you got to get out. You're telling me you're not going to take the like few minutes to put on like, I don't know, like yoga pants, something like sensible to be able to run in. No, like gym shoes. Like what in the fuck? So that annoyed me. It's like when Bryce Dallas Howard was wearing heels the whole time in Jurassic World. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not how you dress in an emergency girl. So I'm going to defend Jurassic World for a second. She herself was not prepared for that moment because it breaks out. And she's the type of person that is like rich bitch that is like, I'm better than everyone. I own the, I run this park and wants to like you be in heels to like, you know, power move. As soon as shit starts hitting the fan, kick those fucking shoes off. Mm-hmm. Bye. I'm better off barefoot than these fucking heels. Not exactly. Happening. But like that, the thing that bothers me about this is, um, 
Zoe was not in a hurry. Like she had plenty of warning that we're going to leave the house and we got to get out of here and shit's going down. You mean to tell me you're not going to like put on your like emergency comfy clothes? As an Eagle Scout, I would be prepared. And I'm very insulted that she wasn't even the slightest bit prepared. She was not. And there is no way in hell that if I had to leave my house and make a run for it, that I would be wearing any sort of skirt situation. You find me in pants, yoga pants that I can run in. She's also in the mindset of like, I might leave my husband for this guy, Joey. So wouldn't she have a to-go bag as well for that? Right. She is so she is so dumb. Okay, so that brings me to another thing that I just find so insufferable about this movie. Um, so they're having marital problems and <clears throat> they sure are they sure are i don't think she even likes him it seems like but the whole time it's it's like we're supposed to be rooting for them to work things out and i don't care i don't care at all i she's the worst you are too like get out of there and it's just he likes her he likes her he's in love they're married of course he likes her but she's like I don't know. I'm like kind of over it, but like they don't give us a reason as to why. So we can't like empathize with, with her for being miserable. Like there's no like reason as to why she's like, I don't know about this. So, okay. That's an issue there. A big dork nerd science teacher. (laughs) And meanwhile, she's got this like side piece, but not really. They just ate tiramisu together. And (laughs) She literally says tiramisu like a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> My God. Um, but <clears throat> so there's this like running theme throughout the movie where <clears throat> she's unsure of the marriage and he loves her and you know he wants to fight for her, blah blah blah. And at the end, like they have this, I guess, romantic like resolution or whatever but the they'd whole... rather be with each other dead than a lot or i don't know and drag john like was almost kidding to yeah. it as well you know, we love each other so much just you're gonna deal with this <laughs> you're gonna die with us if that's the case and i like i feel nothing when they're like let's work it out babe like i don't care i think take that out completely the, we don't the need entire, it i mean the entire like last third of the movie is really boring to me so, they're so just boring. hanging out at the old lady's house and hanging out in like separate buildings and like oh talking like walkie-talkie wise and i'm just so bored i don't care no when it just gets down to them um whatever man because their characters are so one-dimensional not I'm fleshed for the out plants. at all yeah, at that point, I'm rooting for the plans. Kill him. Who cares? So, so the ending of this movie feels really inconclusive to me. Yes. Um, because like, like you just they just jumped together back in their relationship, right? Like, yeah. And I, I really should, I wasn't really rooting for or booing against. Like I wasn't like no one way or the other. <clears throat> um, and then like everything's like fine. The plants just like went twelve hours. We're like fuck humans and then <laughs> they were like done they were like oh we, we've decided to chill we just need to get a couple of you guys yeah and then 
and then he's just like, and then it's just Elliot walking Jess to school, and then jump to, hey, it's happening in Paris now. What? <laughs> right. Right. What, what? What a weird way to end this. Like, I like the idea that like it's going to happen globally. So my my thoughts are, um, either stick this this story should be played out in two ways. One, just stick with Elliot's just Elliot's journey. One character, their journey through this, or go global. Get it, different people around the world because this is a big global thing. It's happening. It's a big threat, and we're all nervous about it. Um, that way we get people from like different countries, different parts of at least the US, you know, wherever it is, I want to see more people in more areas getting attacked, not just like rural Pennsylvania. I think it's really interesting that it's taking place in Pennsylvania because we never get movies from Pennsylvania. So I really like that as a setting, but if that's the case, I, I do think it a little bit more, this movie needed to be smaller to just more Elliot's story. Because, um, like, when we, as much as I love Legazamo, when we leave Elliot to follow what Legozama's doing, it feels really out of place, especially because he dies that scene. And I, I think him going off and us never knowing what happens to him is even more stronger, like, because we know his wife's dead if he she's not responding but just assume he's dead too i don't need to see how he dies um just see elliot running into different issues because the beginning can start off with showing us everyone but once we get to elliot stick with elliot in his journey and i say too you know have elma in there as well we don't need to get rid of her but get rid of their tension because um literally it adds nothing that she may or may not leave him and at the very end yes we find out she's pregnant oh my god why not why not yeah yeah they're just pregnant all of a sudden why not have her be pregnant like throughout the whole thing making the threat of it all even scarier that like it's not just her it's our our future family like there's just so many ways to have gone about it. I like this sort of, you know, the metaphors, the the allegories of like, yo, humans are a threat to planet. Humans are a threat to plants and this planet. And we gotta like, fuck them up. But yeah, the way it's done is super strange. And at the end, when uh, Mark and Mark and Zoe Deschanel like run out to be with each other, uh, we kind of, we fade to black and there's just a very quick voiceover where Ellie just says like, oh, I guess the event must have ended right before we went outside. Like, what in the hell? Like, <laughs> what? Why? It doesn't explain anything. There's no explanation. And it's not like, I, I'm not the type of movie viewer that needs every single detail like handed to me. But like you gotta give me something here. Like with, you, the, with <laughs> something as mysterious as the plot we have, we need more. De- we need the details. Right, and it's not even like you have to give me all the details. But like again, and the the lack of details make things so convoluted throughout this whole movie. Again, going back to there's if there's no rules, um, none of it makes sense. Like 
why and why does it stop why did it start to begin with why are the plants having people literally commit suicide instead of killing that like there's just there's a big mystery and it just all stays a mystery and that is so problematic it makes no sense fuck this movie <laughs> all right well jessica what do you think of this movie would you give it a second chance i would absolutely give it a second chance if i'm watching it with people if you know maybe a my friends and I are a little inebriated. We need to laugh. Like, just if you're go, if you're, if I go, you gotta go into it like you're watching the room. You gotta go into it ready just to make fun of it. Uh, if you're going in for seriousness, do not watch it. Watch something else. Watch any other horror movie ever. Um, but yeah, I say give it a second chance. If you're looking for a comedy with <laughs> with an audience with you. <laughs> um, I'm going to say no second chance for me. Um, I, I don't have like a group of friends who would sit down and make comments throughout the entire time. Uh, Mystery Science Theater, this movie. Um, my, my watching partner refused to watch this. And if she's not on board, I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I'm going to tell everyone uh, this kind of might blanket every M. Night Shyamalan movie. Watch the trailer, save yourself an hour and a half. <laughs> Watch the trailer, go to the Wikipedia page and find out what's happening. Yeah, find out what's happening. Happening. But yeah, I think it's not a movie. I mean, watching it alone, like I said, I giggled. It's not a movie you should watch alone because you're going to notice the flaws way more. If there's laughs, it's easy to get distracted by those laughs and jokes. Um, so, But man, you know what? Th this movie, I will say, have a lot of really good elements of mm -hmm. like intriguing plot, um, the interesting deaths, great supporting characters that are interesting. I feel like maybe if we hit, and again, this is my big fix of this movie, replace our two leads, maybe with two people that are not as well known as those two were. Um, yeah, get smaller actors and stuff. Maybe even have Legozamo as our lead character. Hell yeah, he should be a leading man all the time because he's always doing it. Always yeah, doing I, it. I mean, because I, I feel like he would play teacher well and not I, like a robot i would i would listen to his lectures on science absolutely have you seen his lecture on uh netflix about uh hispanic culture and history yeah exactly he can play a fucking teacher like nobody's play business. A fucking teacher oh man what a what a class act that does not get enough recognition because that man right. has done it all he was in the super mario's movie Super Mario Brothers movie and played yes. Son of Sam. Like, come on, he can do it all. Chef, even like Chef. small supporting roles. Oh my god, knocks yeah. it out of the park in supporting roles. He does. So, he was really good in When They See Us. Like, he's just always nailing it. Anyway, <laughs> man, we like. You know what? Let's just have a John Leguizamo podcast where we just watch his movies and talk about how great he is. That'll be a great addition to our Eric Bana podcast and our Michael Shannon podcast. <laughs> yeah. So many spinoffs coming. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you again for that. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Second Chance Movies. If you have a movie that you want us to give a second chance to, please let us know. We would love to cover it. Um, also, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Second Chance Movies to stay up to date with the show. You can find the links in the show notes below. Uh, thank you to BD McBeatface for making our theme song. And yeah, we'll be back next week with another Second Chance movie. Hot dogs. I'm a teacher. <laughs> with whom? <laughs> <laughs> is that what he what was the line he says he says i wrote it down yeah it is with whom my with favorite whom? is when he's trying to stop the old woman from killing her him my favorite is when he tries to stop the old woman from killing herself and just goes but wait see i'm a teacher <laughs> oh okay then yeah no i won't do it thank you <laughs> open the door bitch <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, you are not threatening or scary at all, Spencer Breslin. <laughs> oh my goodness. We did it. We did the happening. All right, stopping recording. Me too. Do you still want to do Independence Day? I mean, yeah, but we got to speed it through it right now. Um. Okay, because I need to, I need a little breaksy poo. You don't get much of a breaksy poo. Okay. What's your breaksy poo situation? Like 30 minutes? That's too long of a breaksy poo. Um, 30 minutes, I can't do it. You get like a five minute break is what you get. Oh, I can't do that. You took two hours when I, from, we planned, hey, let's start at four. And I kicked him out at 3.30 and we were ready. I was ready. Okay, but you did not give me an update until like after you left when you were like, what's going on? I told you to let me know when uh, you knew when you, you knew the plan. Don't no, you give me some no, lame excuse. Well, what's your what do you need 30 minutes for? Well, since it's a fourth of July episode, I want to do like a white and then like a red and a blue eyeshadow moment. No. Yeah. Uh, then then we'll have to record this a different day because it's gonna that's gonna take too long what that's i mean that's fine we're still like way ahead of schedule um what time is what did we just talk about oh, yeah that happened. <laughs> happening happening Wow, export. Oh my god. Getting this movie from the fucking library was the goddamn worst. I don't know what man. Oh no, that was the other one. Oh yeah, you Resurgent. told me you told me about that. Oh my god. I had I show up there because I put it on hold. I was like, whatever. Because mm-hmm. they like you have to schedule appointments. I was like, I'm not, I'm gonna skip that. And I just go up to the door. And what they have is like a table set up, you know, so that she opens the sliding doors. Um, yes, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm here to pick up a movie. Do you, uh, what's the name of the reservation? Oh, I didn't book it. She's like, oh, well, then you have to call and book it. And yeah, but like you have it on hold. So it's, it should be right over there, right? Yeah, but we have to have a reservation. 
you can't walk over there right now? No, no, you have to call this number. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Hello? I'd like to book it, please. <laughs> Tomorrow does not work. No. I'm working. Yeah. I am right outside, though. Yeah, I am. Oh, great. You can? Oh, great. Yeah. It would be that easy, wouldn't it? Great. Thanks. <laughs> and then I, I get in here. I go, Harp, yeah, he's right outside. You, you know, like, duh, you <laughs> fucking. And like, then the woman that had said no to me, here it is. Like, oh, she so pissed, pissed that she yeah, had she to do it. Hated you. <laughs> First of all, lady, it's 30 fucking steps. <laughs> Don't be a lazy fuckhead. Like, what are you doing? Why? Like, aren't you supposed to be like a librarian, like nice and helpful? Like, of course. You know what? Yeah. I'm fine. I'm doing absolutely fucking nothing here because we don't allow anyone in here all you have to do is grab someone's order put it in a bag and open up the door nobody's around me no one's in line it's just me and wow it's already off the shelf i know that woman i'm, I'm never going to that i'm gonna try never to go to the library again she loves the library authority the last one i drove to um chatsworth to pick up and that librarian was like, oh, that's fine. I can get it for you. Yeah, Not librarians are usually like the sweetest people. You're here? That's, yeah, whatever. Just next time you should call. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but I think I found your loophole. <laughs> do you guys need someone, do you guys need like someone employed to help you make this decision? <laughs> um, we're only allowed so many people for COVID rules. First of all, not true because... I have 350 people that enter my building a day. Yeah, that's super weird because my library is really lax and my state regulations are much stricter than California's. So like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I mean, you still have to wear a mask. They're not like, it's not a free for all in there, but like, but you're allowed to go in. So that's weird. Not that Northridge. Super mm. weird. No. California is just like yeah have COVID we love it here like we love COVID I'm fully vaxxed by the way good for you thanks um so yeah do you not want to do resurgence today I would love to do it right now I need to change five minute change I need I need to change and I need to have a cigarette Okay, is it going to take 30 minutes or five minutes? Like 30-ish minutes. Maybe like 20. Megan gets home in like 15 minutes. Maybe now. I don't know. But yeah, I can't have her waiting. We had it all day. Okay, so then um, when's the next... What's your schedule like? What's going on? What's up, pal? My <clears throat> schedule is I'm at a job that I hate. I don't, I don't hate it. I just think it's beneath me and I want something better in my life. Mm -hmm. I did have fun on the, so I have to like write numbers on the board of what we made. And on May the 4th, I made it a little bit more interesting. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Um, oh, you're still recording. Oh, well, yeah, because it. I don't think I can stop. Oh, oh I guess starts. I can stop. 